Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett, and my learned colleague across the Zoom call. Me, Alex Dinich. Oh, look at that. We've got it nailed. Saying your name, really. First take. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us again on the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast. It's it's always a, a pleasure to, to know that somebody out there appreciates uh, what we do, um, even though we'd probably do it anyway because we really enjoy it. But this week's podcast is all about four ways to recover from major setbacks. And and you know, on the face of it, that could sound a little bit negative. You know, we're talking about setbacks, but but no, I don't think so. This is one of those classic cases of where you can look at something with a glass half full or a glass half empty. And uh, actually, today, what we're going to focus on is, is is moving forward when those those setbacks inevitably happen in our lives, and how to really capitalize on them and take as much value from those lessons as we can. Uh, before we get into the the body of it. Um, just as always, welcome if you're a long-term listener, welcome if you're brand new. If you're brand new and you don't know, uh, this podcast is supported by a blog, a little video, which you can find on the website. And there's also loads and loads and loads and loads of other stuff on our website at www.xl-communications.com. So go over there and check it out. Awesome. So um, four ways to recover from major setbacks. And as I was saying in the intro, I, I don't want to look at setbacks as a negative here. I want to look at setbacks as, as learning opportunities and, and growth opportunities and the way that we all improve. So this is how to really capitalize on them and move forward. So, Alex, what in, inspired you to, to, to explore this topic when you were writing the, the blog that supports it? Well, it's kind of exactly what you just said. It's... Um... It's interesting because on our Instagram, uh, Lerm of Excel, if you're not following, uh, we I post, <laughs> love, love a good plug, but we post a lot of you know quotes and, and bits of inspiration about learning. And quite a lot of it's about failure because a lot of people, I think, when they're trying to achieve something, hit a setback and see it as a, a point in which the journey ends rather than a point in which maybe the journey just changes direction slightly or you know, just you have to make a, a bit of a change. It's it's an interesting one. And I think it's like you said, it's about mindset. So we want people to look at it as a, as a glass half full, as a, this is a hurdle I've got to jump rather than a, uh, this is something that's going to stop me in my tracks and I need to, you know, be in a different race rather than this one. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, without in danger of labouring the point a bit too much, you know, that kind of fail fast attitude is something that you know it's not it's not new we've when we were cavemen we probably learned how to hunt by getting eaten by a few uh, lions along the way but um it's something that i think particularly uh, tech businesses have really brought to the fore and and, and embraced you know um I'm probably a broken record i i big fan of elon musk and everything he does but you know you look at how they develop they're developing their starship I think he's a, a great kind of um, microcosm of, of just failure in life is, you know, they're not trying to get it right first time. 
like maybe NASA would have done in the 60s or 70s, they had to they had to get it right first time. But instead, they just iterate and they know the first few spaceships are going to crash. So that could be seen as a failure. But actually, they've learned so much through it crashing that the next time it's better and then it's better and better and better. And eventually they'll get to the point where they're then confident enough where they know it will not fail because and then they can put humans on it. So. And I think that's a, that's a good place to start because, you know, when you start a journey and you know that failure is possible or that there might be, you know, occasions where you have to, to, to change things and start again, that's already a good place to start from. But, you know, obviously there's a lot of people that go, well, failure is not an option. I'm going to achieve this no matter what. And then they hit this unforeseen kind of issue that they obviously never would have seen coming because failure wasn't an option. And, the feelings that they feel is so intense sometimes that they just think, well, there's no way around this. You know, if you set off to achieve something and you go, there's nothing in my way and suddenly something stands in your way, you might just think, well, this, there's a reason for this and this isn't for me. So this blog was also for people that are currently going through something, maybe feeling uh, a lot of devastation about something that hasn't gone their way. And uh, I mean, these are steps now that you could look to do that are quite quick that can help you just overcome even that emotional um, block that you might have at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's applicable to professional things, you know, what you're trying to achieve at work and all that sort of stuff. I guess this is also all applicable to just life in general. You know, uh, we're recording this just as Europe's starting to go back into lockdowns from, from COVID and th things like that. And, you know, that that's a setback in life for us all. And, uh, but we can, we can look at how we can, capitalize on even things like that which might seem a bit dreary so um, i know you've started to bridge into the first way to recover from setbacks here which is about feeling your feelings um tell us a bit more about your thinking here yeah so you know there's there's a lot of people that might just say oh move on you know forget about it you know you, you feel upset but at the end of the day you've just got to crack on and and start again or, or start something new but we think it's really important that you feel the devastation that, that you're feeling because obviously that's it's a good thing that you're feeling that way because obviously that means that what you were doing matters and it also backs up the fact that you should recover and try again you know if you put so much of your effort into something it's it's completely natural to be absolutely gutted when it looks like it isn't going to go your way but i think this is a good time to be productive to sit back breathe and, and take a look at the situation as you find it, because you might not be able to change what's just happened, but you can change what's going to happen to you in the future. And, you know, what, what you then go on to achieve, you'll be thankful for this time where you kind of assessed your situation and allowed yourself the chance to, to reassess, to breathe, but also as well to, to almost mourn and grieve what's happened, um, because then it just helps you kind of assess things differently and start again. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for me, um, you know, it's important to note that when we say feel, feel your feelings, everyone is different. Some people are much more emotional than others. And some people might react with sad emotions to a setback. Some people might be angry. Some people might not feel those emotions. But whatever it is that works for you, you know, embrace it. Um, take it in. If you, you were having an emotional response, it shows that you have passion for whatever it is that you have you, you are trying to achieve and you you've had a setback along the way so that's an amazing thing and once you can embrace whatever the knee-jerk emotion is you can then take a step back and say right what have i learned from this situation 
take any feedback that's happened along the way and and then start to move forward in whatever time scale it works for you to do that because what i don't want to do is knowing that i'm a very uh task driven person i'm probably quite quick to move into right what do i do to move forward whereas other people might need a bit more time to process those emotions so yeah and, and neither is right or wrong i know obviously and like you say you're very task driven i think obviously we're fairly opposite in the fact that you know especially in like creative tasks i think in in if let's just say for instance i'm writing something if i'm pouring a lot of creative energy into it and it doesn't quite come off as i want it can sometimes take a bit more time you know so like you say it's a, it's a good um a good opposite or a contrast to have because for for some people that are just well i'll just crack on and get on with the next task that suits them very well um but if you, if you feel like you've poured a lot of yourself into something it doesn't quite come off especially when it's it's quite you know, you feel really quite proud of what you've done and it doesn't come off. Sometimes I know, I know, especially in my case, where if it's a creative project, it can just take a little while to just, you know, try and figure out why it didn't go wrong and remove some emotions that you feel about it. Because when you're highly emotional, you might make irrational decisions. And sometimes you just need a, a chance to calm down, a chance to then just think, right, okay, well, let's look at this productively. Like, where did this not work? Yeah, completely, completely. So the next point, and for me, probably the most important one, albeit I have just said how task-driven I am as a person, um, but I, I do think the most important part is, is this take every lesson. And as we've already covered in a few times today, this is about how every setback will have an, inc an incredible amount of learning that you can develop from it, no matter what what it is how bad it is you will be learning along the way and you will be able to do things better next time and achieve more next time and it's so important to take a step back and reflect on your setback so that you learn those lessons and can apply it yeah because once obviously you've feel like you've got through step one where maybe you felt the emotions you need to feel where you can start to look at it a bit more um without the emotions attached then, I mean, there's a couple of ways you can do this, obviously. Firstly, is just to look at what you actually can control now. As, as I said before, you, you can't rewrite history. You can't rewrite the past. You can't change what's just happened. That setback has happened. So now all you can focus on is the things that you were in control of that you could change or the things that you're in control of now that obviously you could do differently. Um, I find the other thing as well to do in this situation is that we've all overcome other setbacks in our life like even if they're quite small or, or big we've still overcome things to get to where we are now so it can be a really good source of inspiration to think back to a time where maybe you've been in this situation before but in relation to something different yeah and and how you even mentally approached it how did, how did you build up the resilience in order to go again um, because once you've got that that proof that you've done this before and that you were able to to pick yourself back up then i think you're more likely to be inspired to go again yeah, absolutely. Building that resilience. Good point. And the other reflection I had on, on this point is clearly there are, are will be task lessons. You know, if you're trying to get from A to B and you took a wrong turning, your lesson is you should take a different turning. You know, so there's very obvious lessons to be learned there. Obviously, a very simple one there. But the other thing I was thinking is how in interpersonal relationships, you might have setbacks. So you know, to bring it into the, the work context, I can think of quite a lot of clients where we've had, you know, our disagreements or, or issues or whatever along the way. And at the time, you know, that can feel really bad. 
you think, oh no, my relationship with that client has been set back because of whatever's happened. But 99 times out of 100, that setback leads to a much stronger relationship with that person. You become yeah, a lot more tied together because you've got through adversity together. You understand and trust each other more. So actually, I think setbacks in relationships can be really valuable ways to solidify them and make, and make them better going forward. Yeah. I mean, another thing I was just thinking when you were saying there is we talk about sports quite a lot on this podcast occasionally, and it's quite a good way to, to compare things. I think if you pick up some type of injury, like a muscle or something like that, your body doesn't go, oh, well, that's it. I'll, I'll give up with this sport and I'll try playing chess instead or a game where I don't get injured. I'll become a Scrabble master. It, your body repairs itself and fixes itself and you mentally are kind of dragged along with that. You, you, you kind of go, well, I'm repairing now, so surely I should then get ready to go again. Yeah. You know, in that case, your body's driving you forward to do it. In this case, it, it's like, well, your, your mind or emotionally, you're, you're, you've picked up an injury and you kind of have to drag yourself through. Um, but yeah, again, it's, it's just about thinking about what you can do next and not trying to change things that can't be changed at this point. Yeah. Yeah, back to the old circles of control and influence by good old uh, Stephen Covey um, can apply, can't they? Absolutely. Okay, so the third one, uh, seek valuable advice. And I think in the past we we talk about you know drains and radiators, and I think you know if you've got a setback, looking for those radiators in your life, and uh, first and foremost, maybe it is sharing those emotions with them or or whatever works for you but then also surrounding yourself with those radiators and those people who might be able to bring you back to a task focus if, if that's what you need and be able to say what what did you learn and what are you going to do next to resolve it yeah and uh in the blog i think we kind of put it in no uncertain terms uh we said about at this point you're not really looking for pity because pity doesn't get you anywhere i think in some ways it can help you feel a bit more comforted obviously you can feel you know, maybe a bit more settled in terms of your emotions if someone goes, oh, well, it'll be okay. But actually what you need at this point is, is direction and, 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 and people that know how to push through this. And, and as you just said, if you're, if you're going and approaching people that are, that are doers and people that have just powered through their, their setbacks and done this process, then that's going to help you out much more in the short term than having a shoulder perhaps to, to, obviously shoulders always help because sometimes you do need to express how you're feeling but if you're looking for a way in which you can overcome a setback then finding people that are doers is is much more uh, helpful yeah well and again it depends on the situation um you you might need that that hug to begin with but then it's someone who <laughs> says right yeah, pull yourself up and crack on me oh, doers are capable of hugs yeah, I, I like a hug. I like a hug. <laughs> that sounds like a phrase that should be on a T-shirt or something. But <laughs> if you're a doer, you can still hug. That, that's possible. <laughs> but I think if you're looking for if you're looking for comfort, I think you also should find it in someone that can help you have a way forward and not just give you that comfort. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess the other thing here is, you know, if you're in a unique position or you don't feel like there's someone you want to go to, there is also loads of resource out there. So it might be that you're reaching out to not a person if you i mean it's great if you do but if you don't it might be that there is a i don't know a, an influencer out there whether that's a business or personal influencer it might be that there is some really good blog articles out there that help you to to move from that that setback into that positive space of of learning and moving forward yeah 
Actually, you make an incredible point there because I think one of the things I've noticed when I've ever hit a setback or something is if you Google that setback, if you Google something like over- <laughs> overcoming this, and yeah, you're, you're suddenly comforted by the fact that there's a million or so results and a ton of people that have made videos on exactly how to overcome the problem that you've just experienced. So suddenly you feel a lot less alone and, and you feel like, okay, right, well, this is just part of the journey then. Yeah. Definitely one of the positives of social media and, and the, the internet culture. So, Okay, last one, and an exciting one here, and that is if you've got a setback, go and grab a quick win wherever you, wherever you might find it. Get yourself back into that half full rather than half empty headspace. And yeah, again, this because setbacks can suddenly feel like the world's kind of turning against you. Everything's going a bit wrong and you're stuck in this rut now where you're just trying to you know, salvage something. A, a, a good win that feels positive can be can be a changing point. It can be the point that changes your fortunes from from one of oh, I better give up to one of, OK, I've actually already started the process of beginning again. And, you know, that could be like we said in the blog, it's it's either do you step backwards twice or do you step backwards twice, but then once forwards, you're still gaining something back. And and what that win is, is entirely up to you. What matters to you at that point is 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 a win, really. And uh, I mean, a win could even be starting the process of recovering from a setback and feeling like we said at step one, feeling the feelings that you need to feel. That's going to help you in the long run. That could be a win um yeah uh, reflecting looking for those learnings that's 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 a massive win exactly easy to do and like we just said there like you said step two learnings very important step three if you've looked for content perhaps to help you to overcome a setback from someone that's experienced it or reached out to someone that that has done this before that's also a win because you're back on track to to get to where you want to be so a win can be whatever you need but it's it's important to at least grab one just to feel like you're changing your fortunes and to and to move again in the right direction yeah and it can just be so almost seemingly insignificant can't it you know i I wrote down on my piece of paper here i was like just have a break like if some if something's just hit you back a little bit you know your win might be to say okay i recognize this has hit me a little bit i'm gonna take a time out whether that's 10 minutes or take the rest of the day off to go and, I don't know, go for a walk in nature or go and play with your kids or whatever it is to just to say, look, my life's like, I've got good things going on and it doesn't matter type of thing. Yeah. That links actually, because I was reading recently about productivity and um, a kind of myth that I think people feel, which is to be truly productive, you have to be trying to be productive every single second of the day, um, which isn't balanced. And eventually you'll just tie yourself out and become, the complete opposite completely um so so like in this case like you just said taking a break and maybe taking the intensity out of the situation you're feeling that's a that's a huge win yeah yeah i always say actually to anyone the more if you're really worked up and you're stressed out and you feel like you need to be moving at a thousand miles an hour to resolve a situation often the most valuable thing you can actually do is stop and take a step back and uh, and reflect because that's in the long run and I feel like a lot of people maybe think that that's, oh, I'm escaping it or I'm just getting away from it. But actually, like in the short term, that's that's hugely effective because when you come back, you're going to feel much better and a lot less stressed. But also in the long term as well, like I say, you'll thank yourself for doing it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Arlo is clearly excited uh, by this podcast. Um, so 
Uh, yeah, I hope everyone's enjoyed his input in the background. So. I don't know what's wrong with him today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope it wasn't too distracting either. But, um, you know, I think it's an important important topic, this. Setbacks are good. You know, be that half full. Take them on the chin and, and think about how, how you're going to recover. Um, feel your feelings. Take every lesson. Every setback will come with lessons. Um, seek valuable advice from people around you or the big wide world of the internet or, or wherever else you can find it and go and grab a quick win and get yourself back in that that positive headspace uh, to move forward Absolutely. I, i'm just finishing point on a really probably overused cliche uh but you were if you read an autobiography and it had no setbacks or it had nothing that the person overcame you wouldn't read it so no, it, it's setbacks are hugely important to to life and and having a good life story so there you go sorry if you've heard that a million times before and that's really cringy cliche without that there would be no good well exactly that's what i would say if you want to write a best-selling autobiography setbacks are very important (laughs) (laughs) awesome so we've just set you up for your own um award-winning autobiography no doubt so (laughs) thanks for for joining the language succeed podcast with with um me and Alex again, and look forward to you tuning in. Tuning in? How old are we? We don't like. I'm on a. <laughs> How uh, old are we? I didn't say it. Streaming, downloading. Now I sound even older. I'm not old. Um, I believe that. But um, hey, speak to you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>